1: And it might be over already, but it caught my attention, and I was curious to learn more about it. This is the uh, Reykjanes volcano eruption in Iceland. Iceland, a destination for a lot of folks from the Twin Cities. This is not too far from what's known as the Blue Lagoon in Iceland, Um, and I think the town nearby, Grivnik was evacuated completely. Everybody out, let's go. We're turning the lights off uh, because of this volcano eruption because they ahead of time they don't know where it's going to go. Someone who's got an understanding of this uh, is John Major. He's the scientist in charge of the Cascades. Volcano Observatory, the U.S. Geological Survey folks. Uh, he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline this afternoon to talk a little bit about this. John, good afternoon. Thanks for joining me here on WCCO today. How are you doing? Doing pretty well. It's a Pleasure to talk to you. Yeah. So I, I, my first question about this is it seems like they knew well in advance that this was going to happen because they had time to evacuate this uh, nearby town.
2: Yeah, so so back in November, uh, they began to detect uh, a large swarm of earthquakes. Um, These were happening very frequently. They were pretty shallow. They were shaking the ground pretty hard that people could feel. And when the Icelandic uh, Meteorological Agency and and the the volcanologists in Iceland were kind of tracking where these earthquakes were and where they were trending, um, they saw that they were headed toward the town of Grindavik, and um, they actually started to get the deformation of the ground. The streets started cracking open, and they started getting little open fissures in the ground in the town. Uh, So this told them that there was a underneath the ground, there's what we call a volcanic dike. Uh, Magma was moving underground, and it was propagating along what we call a rift zone, a long, linear length of the landscape. And so that pretty much convinced the authorities that it would be a good idea to evacuate the town.
1: Okay, now I'm sure I'm not going to pronounce this right, but uh, in 2010, I believe it was, um erupted, and that was a kind of eruption in Iceland that caused air traffic problems. What's the difference in these two volcano, uh, these volcanic eruptions?
2: Yeah, the, the main difference is that uh, the current activity in the Reykjanes Peninsula is in area that doesn't have a glacier on top of it. Um, so it is, it's is—it's actually kind of cool because the Earth is formed of these different plates, as we call them, tectonic plates. And along the, uh, the ocean of the Atlantic Ocean, the, mid, the middle of the Atlantic Ocean is what we call the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, where the North American plate and the European plate are pulling apart. And here in Iceland, this Reykjanes Peninsula is actually where that mid-Atlantic ridge comes up on land above the ocean surface. So, so Iceland's actually kind of pulling apart a little bit. And so that's where the current activity is along this, this mid-Atlantic ridge. In 2010, Uh, the eruption that took place then was actually underneath one of the the ice caps on Iceland. And so when that material reached and interacted with the ice and, and the water that had been melting underneath the ice, it was a much more explosive event because of this interaction with water and ice. And so that caused all this ash to be formed and injected up into the atmosphere, and the winds carried all that ash downwind, which wreaked all kinds of havoc with the aviation traffic in Europe.
1: Yeah, for, for a considerable length of time, John. Chatting with John Majors from the uh, uh, the, the scientist in charge, the Cascades Volcano Observatory. Uh, how do we do with, uh, do we have active volcano-type things happening under, like in the lower 48? Or I, I'm somewhat familiar with the Ring of Fire. Is that that Pacific Rim-type thing that where, where these different volcanoes are along that line?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, your, your readers may be interested to know that actually in the United States and its territories, there are something like a 160 some odd volcanoes that are classified as being active, uh, which means that probably they had at least one eruption in the last 10,000 years and at the USGS we have five different volcano observatories that are responsible for you know monitoring and paying attention to these volcanoes so here on the west coast in Washington and Oregon where i am we have the cascade volcanoes the cascade mountains which run from the canadian border on the north down uh, down into northern california um so uh, a lot of you know so we've got several volcanoes here um, up in Alaska, around the uh, Cook Inlet and all the way out through the Aleutian Arc. uh, There are volcanoes out there that our our colleagues up at the Alaska Volcano have to pay attention to. out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, we have Hawaii, right? We've got Kilauea volcano and Mauna Loa volcano that your readers, uh, your listeners, has probably heard about. Um, we have our Hawaii Volcano Observatory out there. So yeah, all around that, uh, that, that kind of that Pacific Rim, all the way stretching from you know, South America up through Central America, Mexico, up through us here in North America, over into the Kamchatka Peninsula and Japan, down into Indonesia. Yeah, all around that the uh, Pacific Ring. We call it the Pacific Ring of Fire. Um, We have active volcanism.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
1: Can I, can I ask where did your interest in this originate? I mean, the, this sort of study of these volcanoes?
2: Yeah, sure. I, uh, I was a graduate student in Pennsylvania in... Um, well, let me back up. I had just graduated from college with a degree in geology in April of 1980. And your listeners may recall that in May of 1980, Mount St. Helens volcano erupted uh, pretty catastrophically. Um, I ended up going to graduate school at the Pennsylvania State University in the fall of 1980, and the person, the professor I was working with there uh, was involved with a study of what had happened at Mount St. Helens. So I got connected uh, out here at Mount St. Helens, and I've been out here ever since.
1: <laughs> with what you do um, in the, the, the Cascades Volcano Observatory, these, this is shared information virtually internationally, right? You folks all work together doing what you do.
2: Oh, absolutely. We've got we've got colleagues uh, and associates all over the world. Um, you know, the Mount St. Helens eruption in 1980 was was, a, you know, a, a really big sort of watershed moment for the the field of volcanology. We learned an awful lot of things that. We didn't really understand very well. Um, since then, there have been a few really key eruptions uh, over the past several decades. Uh, Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines was a big one. Um, the activity that's going on here in Iceland is, is very informative. Uh, your listeners may recall in 2018, there was a an eruption of Kilauea volcano that uh, sent a lot of lava pouring out of the ground for quite a long time and and wreaked a lot of havoc with uh, some communities there. That's been a a, a tremendous learning experience. And and we've had exchanges. Um, Our scientists here have traveled all around the world and gotten to to see the impacts of eruptions and understanding how volcanoes work. We've had a lot of international scientists uh, come here. To, to visit us so it's, it's 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 a big kind of community uh, across the world and we really learn a lot from each other now,
1: now is this most recent eruption in iceland um is it is it closing back up again it's like okay we're done take a break um we, we, we don't need to worry about this for a while or is it one of these well you never know type things
2: I think it's more in the latter category. Um, it, it, uh, you know, it, it started off uh, with a lot of vigor, and then it quieted down pretty quick. And as I saw uh, as of last night, um, there's no detectable activity at the surface right now. Um, there's still some earthquakes going on. Uh, so it's too early to say whether this is shut down or whether it's just on a pause. Um, Kilauea volcano in 20, 2018, as I mentioned, it, it uh, when it it started out kind of like this with what we call fissure eruptions, and then it kind of focused down into a central vent uh, um, along the the rift zone, and it poured lava out of the ground for four months before it shut down. Uh, just about one year ago, Mauna Loa volcano in Hawaii had a very similar type of eruption. Um, it was a, a fissure eruption, much like what what is going on, what happened here in Iceland. And it poured lava out of the ground for about two weeks before it shut down. So it's, it, it's hard to say whether this has stopped or it's just kind of on pause right now. And I know that the, the Icelandic authorities are, are paying very great attention to that. Yeah, they're,
1: oddly enough, this whole story came about because um, I saw the story about having to warn tourists, which to me... Doesn't seem like it should even need to be said, this, because we're talking some pretty hot stuff. If you're melting rock, I, I think we've got some serious temperatures here, don't we, John?
2: Oh yeah, there's there's some really serious temperatures here. But you know, volcanoes are a magnet. They they kind of speak to people. They speak to your soul, and and it's it's not a surprise that people are drawn to this. Um, fortunately, this kind of volcanic activity is relatively safe to view if you view it from the proper distances um, yeah. and don't get, don't get too close to it. You know, this is not the, this is not the kind of activity that's going to generate a large explosion and, and put a lot of people at, at risk. So okay. um, it's not surprising. And some of the activity that they had, uh, you know, a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, was a real magnet and a lot, it drew a lot of tourists. And I think one of the reasons they're kind of warning tourists to stay away now is that it's kind of remote, uh, it's not easily accessible. People would have to walk a long distance. Uh, it's winter time there. Daylight is short. And, and people, some of the tourists I've heard, are, are kind of walking out that way, getting lost and then having to, to kind of be rescued. So that, that's really it. Um, but looks- but it, it really speaks to you. And, I, you know, when I was in Hawaii in 2018, I mean, to stand near the channel and watch red hot lava go down the channel, it's just absolutely mesmerizing. I can imagine.
1: John Major, you, you've captured my attention and uh, additional interest in all of this, so I appreciate your joining us this afternoon here on WCCO Radio. Um, it's Absolutely. just, uh, it's a fascinating subject, and I can see how uh, you got t- taken up in it. So thank you for sharing it with us here on, on News Talk 830, WCCO. Have a great afternoon. Have a great holiday, I, and uh, enjoy the time. I suppose you folks are always on duty, right? Always
2: watching? Yeah, we're, we're kind of on call all the time. I mean, you never know. Uh, our volcanoes here, we don't anticipate are going to wake up anytime real soon, but you never know. So we're, we're constantly vigilant. We have instrumentation all across the landscape. And, uh, you know, if anything goes on, we get alarmed. And, you know, we're kind of on call 24-7 as needed.
1: I, I spent some interesting time, before I let you go, some interesting time at Mount Lawson National Park. is in. Yeah. That's like active volcano area, right?
2: Oh, absolutely! Mount Lassen erupted back. I think it was like 1915, 1917, right? It was, uh, so it's it's definitely uh, an active volcano. Um, it's one that our our sister observatory called the California Obser- Volcano Observatory. That's one that they pay attention to, and so. Um, they, they they are responsible for paying attention to the instrumentation on the ground and, and try to detect any possible signals of, of any possible activity in that area. But, yeah, I mean, just a little over 100 years ago, it had an eruption. So by by all accounts, it is still considered an active volcano.
1: Fairly recent in in history here. So, hey, thanks again. Have a great afternoon. And, again, I'll say well, I wish you a happy holidays here as we go forward. Yeah, you too. You Take too. Care. I appreciate having the opportunity to talk with you. 449 News Talk 830 WCCO
0: All-Star Closer Kenley Jansen We have a question What's the best podcast of all time?